Thank you so much for joining in to today's podcast from Caleb Perkins Ministry. We pray that today's podcast will be uplifting and encouraging in your walk with the Lord. Now here's today's podcast. What's going on, everybody? (laughs) I'll restart this intro because Josh wants to start his timer. I already started the timer, dude. So just go. Well, are we going now? Is this us going? Trent, did you I'm pray confused. for patience for me today? Because I feel like it's Trenton. I feel like it's coming. Every day it's a getting closer. <laughs> <laughs> something, something like a roller coaster. No, nobody. Okay. Is that the? I I know the song vaguely. Okay, Buddy uh, Holly. I was just oh my mesmerized by uh by Trenton's robot arms. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that was my uh, Katy Perry impersonation. <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. We're not allowed to mention names. Dude, on here. I, I don't guess think we can. I don't you know, know, man. I don't, <laughs> I don't she's know. not sponsoring us. Absolutely not. <laughs> but yeah, or are we not sponsor? Yeah, either way, <laughs> either way. All right, what's going on, everybody? Got the three amigos in the studio today. Mm-hmm. Josh yes. and Sir Trenton. Yes, I'm, I'm, I'm here. Jo- Sir Trenton's Josh, here. the the inspirational influencer that he is, yeah. just exuding inspiration. <laughs> And innovation out well, from his very pores. Yeah. I smell the essence yeah. of inspiration mm-hmm. in here. Yeah. Please don't ever say that again. <laughs> in my presence. Is that weird? Why? <laughs> you just, I don't know. The essence. The essence. Excreting from ex- my pores or whatever. Just excreting. <laughs> yeah, excreting. Excreting. Yeah. Excreting. Well, I got false teeth, right so there, you know, some. some words don't sound right. Better smell good than you know. That's. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So today we're going to be talking about unusual kindness. Uh, this is uh, largely taken from Acts 28, and starting in verse 1, it says, after, this is the Apostle Paul mm-hmm. at the shipwreck in uh, Malta, it says, after we were brought safely through, we then learned that the island was called Malta. In verse 2, the native people showed us unusual kindness, for they kindled a fire and welcomed us all because it had begun to rain and it was cold. So what is really interesting about this, you know, we've, uh, we mentioned this, I guess, in dialogue, but we haven't really done an episode on it. We nope. thought it would be great to do an episode on it, talking about unusual kindness. During this uh, season and time in history, mm-hmm. it was unusual kindness for them to start a fire and to get them around it because it was cold, it was raining, And so hypothermia, these things would set in, and they were wanting to uh, save those people and not crush them, right? Like, during that time, if someone was invading your land or coming ashore onto your land and they were not expected, um, they would have not shown them kindness. And that would have actually been normal. Quite opposite. Yeah, that would would have been the, I guess, the... uh, the status quo, right, mm-hmm. is to not show them kindness. That's why it was unusual kindness. So we wanted to talk about that unusual kindness uh, today in this episode, uh, hitting off of Acts chapter 28. So what are your thoughts, good gentlemen? I think unu- unusual kindness, in my, in, in my opinion, would be uh, something you do for somebody you absolutely don't know. Like, I'm not talking about family. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'm talking about, like, just just people that you you see on the street, like, that have issues. Like, mm-hmm. you know, we talk uh, a lot about how we will uh, pay for strangers' gas at gas stations because apparently 
uh, Perkins and gas stations are synonymous. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I mean, maybe honest that, to goodness. Maybe yeah. that's God's sign that we should own a gas station or something. Uh, <laughs> you heard it here, folks. You heard it here. Yeah. If you so, see Perkins gas stations up, it's a it's a thing. We'll yeah, it's a thing. Or it's about to be. I don't know. Investment opportunities. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, but you have to pay for your gas. I yeah. have to just preface that. Yeah. Okay. They're like, like, wait, free gas? Yeah. No, Let's go. No, no. <laughs> but uh, I, I think that that's an example of uh, of unusual kindness. And I read somewhere where it said it is a radical, I think it was somebody's excerpt on what they thought unusual kindness was, and I yeah. absolutely uh, like it. Mm-hmm. It says it's a um, radical welcome beyond what duty requires. Yeah. And I'm like, I, I love how that was said. Yes. And I, and I think, honestly, that's that's what it is, you know. Because, you know, I think Christians would have just been like, oh, there's a man that needs gas. I'll pray for him. Yeah. Not give him money. You're in my prayers. Yeah. I'll put you on my Facebook prayer team. We'll mm. all pray for you. And you know the funny part is, <laughs> wherever you ended Jesus. up reading that or whatever, they probably didn't realize that this is biblical. Yeah. Oh, you know what? Yep. I yeah. think he hit the. I think he hit the nail on the head there. Mm-hmm. I, I re- you know, it's just interesting because I don't think any any scripture was cited. I don't think so. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they try not to do that if they're unbelievers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're they're kind of opposed to it. I mean, yeah. you know, they they like to go to more of like it's an internal thing inside of you, and I'm like. That's why it's unusual. If it was an internal thing inside of mm-hmm. you, it would be more common. It has right? to be. It was. It's, I believe it starts internal, yeah. but it should end external. Yeah. Yeah. It 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 requires action. Unusual kindness. Right. Just kindness in general, but unusual kindness absolutely de- requires action. Yeah. First thing that popped into my head was Proverbs twenty five twenty one to twenty two. It says, if your enemy is hungry, give him food to eat, and if he is thirsty, give him water to drink, for you will heat burning coals on his head, and the Lord will reward you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that, mm-hmm. Paul ended up quoting this in Romans 12, mm-hmm. when he was talking about uh, never paying back evil for evil. You have to overcome evil with good. Yes. Um, it's all unusual kindness. It's And then, well, of course, you know, Jesus spoke about it. Love your enemy. Pray for those who persecute you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If yeah. you have to go one mile, go the second mile. Right. Show them unusual love and kindness. Mm-hmm. And you know what I think is interesting uh, about that statement is that, like, let's say, like, you pray for your enemy, right? Let's say you actually get to a point to where you break bread. Because breaking bread in our family is very, uh, is very significant. We don't break bread with everybody. You know what I mean? But once you break bread with your enemy, sometimes you get you gain a friend. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Sometimes right. it's, it's your best friend. Be like, hey, you remember we used to fight each other? Yeah. Now I'm just like... Eh, I like you. Yeah, <laughs> you you're know like, I know how ruthless and cutthroat you are. Yeah, exactly. I need you on my team. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> I mean, that's unusual kindness, but right. there are benefits from it. Yeah, like you know what I mean. Well, and I think unusual kindness is so mm-hmm. empowering too. And when Jesus was telling them, you know, if you're required by law to carry one mile, because that's what it was, he was addressing a a political law that was required on the Jews mm-hmm. at that point. The a a, a Jewish uh, man had to carry a uh, soldier's gear for one mile that was required of them. And he said, don't take it just one, take it two. Why? The first mile you're required. The second mile, you're doing that out of your uh, unusual kindness. And they won't understand it. It will be so counter the norm 
that they will be curious. Yeah. And I think that's that's what's offsetting about it. It's a tactic and a strategy because everybody expects, you know, retaliation. Mm-hmm. Everybody expects revenge. That's why you can't render evil for evil because they they expect that. What about the uh the Jesus and the the woman they were about to stone for committing adultery? Right. Well, or that they, you know, that she yeah. was she they were all like we'll let Jesus throw the first stone. Yep. You know he was and yeah. then, you know, he's he saved her. And they're mm-hmm. like, you're not going to throw the first stone? Well, yeah. tell me, the guys that don't sin, go yeah. ahead and throw the first one. That so, that threw them off. It threw them off. They were it, like, but the, the, it requires us yeah. to do this. This is the norm. And he's like, yeah, but I've come here to show you a better way. A better way, yeah. And, and it doesn't mean he's covering sin. By any means was he doing that. He was sitting there, and, and he tells her, go and sin no more. Go ahead he's like, no hey, yeah. look at this. None of these accusers are here before you. So go, go and sin no more, and and I find that that is such a powerful picture of what unusual kindness can cause, right? So what did the unusual kindness that these natives shown, and they're not they're not believers, they're no, natives, and no. they're they are indigenous to that to the land of Malta, mm-hmm. and Paul goes there, they receive they he give they give them the unusual kindness to Paul, then what happens? Their whole land, their island, any sick that was on there, Paul ends up praying for them and they get healed and they get converted. And today we still see Malta as a Christian nation, which is really cool. So, you know, uh-huh. I'm a history nerd, so no, that's that hey, you know, there's <laughs> nothing wrong with people knowing yeah. history as long as it's fact based. Okay. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I got a bunch of friends that will just make up things that I'll Google. They'll make up their own history. That never even happened. They're like, bro, you can Google it. Sadly, I don't think they made it up. I I think they learned it in school. Yeah, probably. Mm. They're like, my teacher told me. It's like, nah, that never happened. (laughs) Yeah, it's just like when when you get facts from movies, and I'm like, dude, I just want to tell you right now. Yeah. Uh, Lincoln was never a vampire slayer. Hey, to break that to you. What? Hey, to break that to you. Yeah. Yeah. Can't (laughs) believe you, Josh. (laughs) Yeah. I we are canceling you from the podcast. Yeah, we're canceling from the podcast. No, I will tell you. I'll, I'll tell you. I'll, you know what? I'll tell you. I'll tell you an interesting uh, story. I'll tell you an interesting story. Had a friend watch uh, Abraham the Vampire Slayer, right? And then, uh, then there was a movie that came out with Daniel Day Lewis called Lincoln, and and my my friend he rented it, and I asked him. I said, uh, "How'd you like it?" He says, "Man, I didn't like it too good." And I was like. Uh, why is that? And he says, uh, well, it was too political. I was like, it's about the president. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I thought it was even, uh, he said, I thought it was a part two or I thought it was a sequel. Oh, he was oh, looking for man. vampires yeah, to Yeah, he killed. was. He's I like, was where's like, these at? Not one vampire was slayed in that movie. Yeah. <laughs> it was too political. Yeah, and I'm like, it's about the president. I don't know. Wow. <laughs> Not entertaining. I'm telling you what, man. Uh, life is stranger than fiction sometimes. Yeah, yep, that's you can't, I, you can't make it up. No, that's what that's what I that's, what I that's what I like about uh, talking to all different types of people and, and having stories because I can share them with people. I never yeah. thought I'd be on a podcast sharing stories like that. That's why I didn't give his name out because he's still my friend. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> but people that are close to me know who I'm talking about. But so. do you break bread with him? I've eaten with them several times. Okay, yeah. all right. Yeah, I'll get some Jesus chicken. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, unusual kindness. What do you think, Trenton, when you hear of, you know, the just that whole principle of kindness being shown 
especially when it's it one it's not warranted right it's mm-hmm. it's beyond yep. requirement or duty um i like that definition i think that that's a pretty solid definition and what is the i guess the fruit off of it you know what i mean uh the fruit could be them le- being led to the lord right mm-hmm. uh cuz they'll if you're supposed to be an accurate reflection of christ mm-hmm. uh if they're looking into the mirror of or your representation, you know, and they're seeing like, oh, that's the the God that you're talking about. Well, I want to be loved. Maybe, maybe that's maybe that's who I need to go talk to. Yeah, you know, another thing off of uh, unusual kindness is I guarantee you they don't forget about it. Yeah, oh, whoever yeah, you show true. unusual kindness, I, they, I, I have a hard time believing people forget things like that. Well, and I've heard a lot of stories mm-hmm. from uh, the older generation. Like, if they'll sit down and they'll tell you about a very difficult time that they've had in their life, and they'll be like, and there was this one time, and I'll never forget that. This person showed unusual kindness to me, and I am forever indebted to them, or I I will forever remember that moment. And it marked them in their life for them to continue Mm -hmm. unusual kindness. Right. Like 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 the, they pay it forward. Pay it forward, yeah. exactly. Yeah. yeah, no, you you hear a bunch of stories like that. Yeah. Especially and this is for the people listening, uh, do not discredit older people. Yeah. Just because they don't know how to work a computer or or the latest iPhone or, or what have you. Uh, Wait, you are you sh- saying that the older generation doesn't know how to do that? I'm saying I'm, some of them oh, don't. Okay. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I was just trying to put you in a corner. He's not oh, calling no, you out, You're Mom. welcome. Yeah, no, I, I kind of, <laughs> yeah. you know. But I kind of just did. Yeah. I kind of, <laughs> I'm always swiveling. You know, is it yeah. swiveling? Swi- is that a word? I don't, no, I don't know what you're I talking about. I mean, I heard about. you say crumple last I think podcast, you, yeah. so I can oh, do yeah. swiveling. Yeah. Okay? Okay. Well, I think swiveling is like more maneuver and crumpling's just not <laughs> Christ. Yeah. yeah, that's just, <laughs> unless you're crumpling a pop can, you know? Yeah, or a candy wrapper <laughs> that you just gave that me out of your unusual kindness. And then throw it away. <laughs> My unusual kindness is I give you half of it. That's yeah. it. <laughs> I mean, Josh that's is like, it was unusual. I yeah. gave you some. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but honestly, that word unusual should yeah. be the definition itself. Mm. Uh, if I can read Luke six thirty two to thirty four, because I think the Jesus actually defines unusual. Yeah, he says, if you love those who love you, what credit is that to you? For even sinners love those who love them. If you do good to those who do good to you, what credit is that to you? Even mm. sinners do the same. If you lend to those whom you expect to receive credit, well, how is that anything for you? You know, sinners do that too. So the point is, to be unusual, you have to be unlike all the people who are usual, the yes. typical. Right. Mm. Mm-hmm. Well, that's why I prefaced earlier, you know, I'm not talking about family. Right, yeah. You know what I mean? Because like, that's, u- that's usual and expected, it's especially expected, in yeah. our culture. Yeah. So, you know, you would expect kindness to come from your family, not saying that all families are kind to one uh, another. Yeah. Uh, obviously, not saying that. But, uh, yeah, I think that you, to to see it from another perspective and to do something that is not common. We are not called, as as sons and daughters of God, we are not called to do common, normal, natural things. We are mm-hmm. called to do uncommon, unnatural things. Yeah. Right. Supernatural things. Yeah. And so if the, we have the same spirit that raised Christ Jesus from mm-hmm. the grave that's now dwelling in us, then we need to be showing this unusual kindness should be the norm for us. Yeah. 
But I think unusual kindness it, it does it, it involves the the Holy Spirit because you know you'd be mm-hmm. exhausted yeah. just being kind to everybody unusually. Well, does yeah, it, and I don't think that's a twenty four seven thing. No, because we don't see that even in the life of Jesus. <laughs> I mean, he flips no. tables and makes whips. He was yeah. not unusually kind. He was unusually angry. Actually, well. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I could just see them taking this out of context. Be like, oh, Caleb Perkins Ministry said that Jesus was unusually cruel. Uh, (laughs) Nobody else was flipping tables or making whips. That's all I'm saying. Well, what I'm saying is, is like, no, but... but, He was the one doing that. But Jesus, if you look at the scripture, Jesus, he, he ministered. And he rested. Yes. He yep. ministered and well, he rested. And there were moments he had to send the people away because yeah. it was tiring. Yeah. And he was like, I need to go. I need to recharge and do that. Mm-hmm. And that's healthy. And there are seasons for that. There are seasons for rest. You need that. You do. And uh, I don't think anybody could just be 100% unusually kind all the time. That would make you a giant Christian doormat, honestly. People would take yeah. advantage of you. Uh, it's actually oh, yeah. really hard to do the unusual kindness. It, yeah. it goes against your desires it's against the grain yeah. it's against your nature what you want to do i think that's why in ephesians four twenty six, paul says uh yeah okay be angry but do not sin in your anger <laughs> right yeah mm-hmm. he's like yeah you can be angry just don't sin. i mean i'm gonna tell you straight up i i've been irritable several times and i just don't speak because that's what i'm like i'm like got to keep it together keep it together mm-hmm. i'll you know i'll text one of you guys be like hey how's it going Tell me something great. You know what I mean? Like, just, I don't care what's going on. You know, because, yeah, I think you can be angry and sin not. And people yeah. are like, well, if I thought it had happened, mm, no, no. Yeah. It's just, we cannot control the thoughts that come in our head. However, we can control yeah. whether we dwell on it mm-hmm. or we don't. That's, That's why just, it tells us to hold those thoughts captive. Mm-hmm. The, the thoughts there. Yeah, you gotta you gotta captivate it. You mm-hmm. gotta hold it captive, and you gotta go, and you gotta release it. And it it and what is your response on the thoughts that you think? Mm-hmm. Well, see, that's why I'm 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 honestly blessed beyond measure that uh that the group of people, my inner circle, uh, we don't we misery don't like company. Okay, like like if we if we talk amongst ourselves and we have a negative thought, somebody turns it around. Right. And then we start talking about God and biblical principles. Right. Instead of just being like, oh, misery loves company. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you should be a, 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 a sorry individual. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Right. Like, that's... that's. It's like, no, let's look at this from a different angle. Exactly. Let's, uh, mm-hmm. let's look at it from this aspect. Maybe God is doing this, this, or this. You know, we don't, we don't know everything that's going on. Mm-hmm. But it is very easy for us because we are inside of our own brain. And, yep. and we know how we think about it. But when you get outside voices that come in that says, "Hey, maybe think of it like this," right? Mm-hmm. That's like you could be you could be angry at one person, right? Yep. And you could think that they're your mortal enemy, and then someone come to you and say, "Hey, this is what's going on in their life." All of a sudden, they've given you another perspective that you're like, mm-hmm. "Oh snap, man!" Now you their 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 spouse is leaving mm-hmm. them. They just kicked the dog. They fell over. Their car blew up. It mm-hmm. ran down a hill. They're, you're like, "Oh, they're having a really bad day." All right. Well, basically, you change that perspective perspective and and now you see them as human do you yeah. know what i mm. mean because every we sometimes <clears throat> when we dwell on anger right and we keep just like this is how this happens this is you know uh and somebody gives us a different perspective it's like now what what my thoughts weren't even real mm-hmm. and 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 that's a problem mm. do you know what i mean so mm-hmm. when someone's like hey do you know what they're going through and then you don't know what they're going through and so now it's uh it, 
it's a different concept. Now yeah. you're showing them unusual kindness. Now right. you're like, I'm not hating them no more. You know what I mean? Or I'm yeah. not irrita- irritated by them no more. Mm-hmm. You know? So Paul says in 1 Corinthians 15.33 that bad company corrupts good morals. Yeah. You know? So, uh-huh. like, let's not stew on everything. We need the good people to speak it into our lives and everything. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, that unusual kindness aspect, of, <laughs> if you're stewing on all the bad, yeah. I mean, how are you going to do all the unusually good stuff right you can't. but i think what's really important about the circumstances is even if you are are you merely reacting or are you going to respond because like you said you got to hold those thoughts captive yeah. yeah 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 and then you have to wrestle them and turn it into the desired result that you want mm-hmm. so we can't merely react we have to respond according to god's word does yeah. that make sense oh absolutely yeah yeah, I mean, and and that's the whole point of of being and showing, displaying um, unusual kindnesses, because that came, we we see that reflected through Christ, and if we are ambassadors, representatives of Christ, we should also be reflecting that character, nature, and image of Him, right? Yeah. So when people see us, they see Him, and they're like, well, why are you? unusually kind or why did you show me mercy or why are you forgiving me in this situation why are you doing this and it's because we were first forgiven we were first Mm -hmm. shown mercy we were first given unusual kindness because before we knew him he died on the cross for us yeah Mm -hmm. you know and And, i don't want you it goes back to that or anybody else to think that i am unusually awesome so i'm going to confess my sins like james told us to yeah Uh, there are many times when i have failed miserably to do that yep i i think i think we all have yeah. yeah, you know, I, uh, you know, I've I've been a Christian so long. I just I overlook that part. I figured that that's uh, just a given. Yeah, but you're right. We should talk about it. Like mm-hmm. we should. Yeah. No, yeah. there's many times where I failed. I know there's many times where you failed, Caleb. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. And and so basically, you don't relive that. You just you do better. Yeah. You, you got to learn from it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, see, here's the thing. The past has already been written, but today has not been written. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow has not been written. Yeah. But man, we we keep dwelling on on past mistakes, like we can rewrite that. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Right. And th- and that's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And that serves no purpose. Mm-hmm. It really doesn't. It yeah. just makes us angry and anxious. And uh, I th- I I can hear somebody right now. It's so funny. Um, <laughs> we keep. Th- I I can hear some guy saying, "Well, what if I'm kind to somebody and I'm crazy upset? Isn't that unusually kind?" I don't know. I I, I just I, I just hear that right now. It's mm-hmm. just interesting. <laughs> well, if I'm upset and I still do a kind thing, isn't that wouldn't that be considered unusual? Get kind. <laughs> I mean, it kind of is Can unusual. Be, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Because yeah. you're in your anger, you still doing the opposite of what you want to do. <laughs> you right? said no. I'm yeah. holding that captive, and right. I'm going to respond. I'm mm-hmm. not reacting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So let's let's talk about p- practical application because this is basically what we do the podcast for. Yep. So how do you take captive of angry thoughts? Mm-hmm. I, I think first you have to recognize it. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Normally, if I notice that I am, <clears throat> I don't know. Maybe I'm not a very good person to ask because most people uh, say that I have the personality of a robot. So I'm more uh, logical, I guess, in and analytical. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm not 
a whole lot of feelings based. That doesn't mean I, I don't get angry. I do. But I was about I, to call I, you out if you said yeah, that. No. But go ahead. Yeah, you know me. Right? I do. You've known yeah, me longer I, than anybody. I, I know. <clears throat> but it takes a lot to like get me outwardly angry because I will meditate on it in- inwardly mm-hmm. and not in a in a negative sense. But I'm holding the thought captive. Maybe it's because we were raised by our mother and she always taught us that. And so she's like, before you. She's like, even if you're in a situation where you have the opportunity, stop, right? Mm -hmm. Stop, and then the whole soda thing from the academy, stop, observe, decide, act, Mm -hmm. right? So before, when you're in a confrontation, listen to what is being presented and said, observe the situation, decide on your, either what you're going to say or your outcomes, and then act upon those things in which you say. So I, I, maybe I internalize things a lot more, but I, I think it keeps you from saying something that you'll regret. I've just seen so many situations that escalate over over yeah. words being spoken. So, right. like, if I'm angry, I just don't like to speak. I, I want to, like, try to int- uh, try to deal with it. But I think about uh, our mother and how she, she would tell me all the time, she's like, people will get you through your yeah. darkest times. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just recently had a situation uh with my neighbor and uh, uh not the one on the side of me but the one behind me and uh he was uh backing into my yard and uh it really upset me and uh we had a conversation and I think that went awkwardly uh but I was appropriate and he was appropriate it was just an awkward conversation because this was the first conversation we had yeah and I didn't think I needed to explain why I shouldn't have a man uh, back his vehicle into my yard, so like uh, right in your grass. Yeah, <laughs> right in my grass. That was the problem. Yeah, Josh I, went uh, sergeant major. Like, yeah, hey, so, that grass right there. So instead of just letting it go <laughs> and eat at me, I grass. decided to yeah. talk to him. Right. And so about three or four days later, I'm uh, drinking coffee, looking out my, looking out the back, back out of my, out of my back sliding glass door, and there are white reflectors in my yard. That I didn't put there. And I am boiling over like Mount St. Helens. I'm about to erupt. And I thank God for my wife, Teresa, because uh, she was there. She could see me. She could see me bu- bubbling. And uh, she puts her little tiny hands on my shoulder, and she's like, Josh, he's <laughs> trying. And that softened yep. me up so much. Josh was about to turn into the incredible. <laughs> I was Hulk. like, I was like, I'm gonna walk over there right now. I can't believe he put it. It's like two feet in my yard. He's like Hulk smash. Yeah, I I looked <laughs> I, like I walked out there and I looked at it and I was like, yeah, that's about two feet. And so that's how I know. So, but uh, but Trees is like he's trying, and I and that softened me up so much and it changed my perspective instantly. And I'm glad that she was of a good nature and yeah, you know, I just. I just, I'm just very thankful. That but you know, you know what's interesting yeah. about that though, mm-hmm. you could have allowed it, that moment to stay with you the entire day, mm-hmm. and be like, you know, feel like either the victim or not justified, or I'm gonna give that guy a piece of my mind, and I'm mm-hmm. gonna do this and that. And honestly, that's the norm. That yeah. that is actually the, the norm in the culture, right? Mm-hmm. Well, you gotta let him know. Well, he knows. He that's knows. Why, that's, that's no, why but he, he was. That. Yeah. yeah. But you, but can I give you all an update? Yep, I ain't have no tire tracks in the back of my yard since then. Like, you know what I mean? Like he's nice. never, he's not, you know. And I'm like, you know, and now it doesn't bother me so much because of the perspective. 
right. that was given to me. That it was a change. Yeah. Right. Matter of fact, I actually talked to him about about other things other than my yard. And you know what? He's a pretty decent guy. Yeah. You know what? I don't hate the guy. Yeah. And and prior to this, he irritated the dog out of me. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and but mm. that could have ruined your day. That could have ruined. Could have changed your perspective. Mm-hmm. And if you're in that type of perspective, argue in a mind or a heart to be able to like talk with God about it. I don't I don't know, man. I don't I I think it would have taken me some time to calm down. Right, that's what I, I'm saying. I think eventually like before yeah. I sleep I'm like God, I can't sleep cuz I'm irritable. Yeah, but that's <laughs> a distraction. It is a distraction. Right. That yeah. the enemy's like, "Oh, well, let's see how it, how he does in this. Here we go. We're going to bring this up and do that." Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's why you have to be led by the spirit and have a good team around you. And have a good te- Yeah, cuz cuz you know, there could have been I could have been married to a woman to be like, "You know what you should do?" Yeah. You should walk over and let him know. Yeah, just rip the Be things like, out. If of the you yard. were a real man, oh, you know, man. you would have you took your pistol. <laughs> yeah, outside. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. When are you gonna curse God and be done with it? That's right. Uh, yeah, God loved you. He <laughs> wouldn't have put reflectors <laughs> in your yard. <laughs> well, you know, I'm really glad I didn't marry Job's wife. Wait, his first wife. His second wife apparently was lovely. <laughs> because you know, yeah, yeah. So after the, after the hard times, you know, he, he got the lovely wife, I guess, but. Uh, no, I'm very blessed on that. Uh, you know, she could have pushed me either way, and she didn't. She yeah. she softened my heart, uh, and I wanted to stay angry for like a split second. But I was like, "You're right." Yep. And that that changed my countenance, perspective. Mm. And I think that you know, in the unusual kindness thing, is that you know those natives when Paul and the the whole ship was wrecked on the on the shore, they had a moment to decide on what they were going to do. Yeah. Like, obviously, they were in a weakened state. They're coming up, and they're like, well, we could just leave them alone and not do anything and watch them die. They will freeze to death. Or we can attack them while they're coming out of the water and kill them easily. Or we can have this fire for them and let them come up here. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And that's Mm -hmm. what they did. And out of that comes the fruit that changes that nation. Yeah, so I believe you're you're correct on it's that. It's very interesting. You know, uh, before we started this episode, I thought it was going to be quite quite difficult to talk about acts of uh, unusual kindness. But thinking about it, believers do unusual acts of kindness all the time. Yeah, you know, when you help homeless yeah. people out and you don't yeah. uh, post it on uh, social media <laughs> just to get likes. Yeah, not saying that all people are like that, but right, you know, j- you have to think about the heart of the matter. You know what I mean? Maybe uh, you did something like that and posted it on YouTube to bring awareness to yeah, the that's, problem. Yeah, and that's different. Yeah, that's than different. Other than like, be like, hey. This is what I'm famous for. Yeah, I'll give you $1,000 uh, so you can get better, but I need you to eat this uh, ghost pepper. You know what I mean? Right. Like yeah, I've, yeah. Se- I've seen a video like that. and I was like, oh, man. that You were almost great. Do yeah. you know what I mean? <laughs> like almost. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I... I I'm I'm very thankful um uh for acts of kindness that I I have I, I've been able to uh show and honestly I've been given. Yeah. You know what I mean? Cuz we all were knuckleheads one time and someone saw goodness in us or gave us that opportunity to be like, "You know what? You should pay the price." Mm-hmm. But I'm going to let this go cuz yep. I see something else in you. Right. You know what I mean? Uh yes. Wow. Uh you just well, that's how I got saved. Really? It was the uh, the unusual kindness. You're saying, "Wow, you're not like the others," you know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And it kind of reminds me of God's kindness in the 
story, the parable of him forgiving the servant of his debt, that's such unusual kindness. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, and that's what we're called to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we pray that this episode has encouraged you. It has uplifted you. Uh, you know, take this time, pray, seek the Holy Spirit, and and just you know have a a heart and a mind that is ready to one hold in the middle of conflicts that you take those thoughts, you hold them captive, and that you uh, look for opportunities to be unusually kind. Thank you so much for joining in today's episode. If you would like to learn more about Caleb Perkins Ministries, please go to www. Dot Caleb Perkins Ministries dot com.